I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today is heartburn. How many people have heartburn, acid reflux, burping, gas, digestive issues? So many people have it. In fact, in my practice, in our practice, we have several doctors. In our practice, I, I think if we tested everyone, and I've done this already in groups, about 85% of the people we test have something wrong with the digestive system. So we're going to talk about acid reflux, what to do about it. That's the most important thing. Signs of it. You'll be amazed. And then we're going to go into heart issues. And the reason I'm putting these two together is that many times people have stomach pains and they think it's a heart attack. Sometimes people may have a heart attack and think it's stomach pains. Nose itches. Sorry about that. So I want you to be able to differentiate the two. And again, you're, you don't want to differentiate diagnose yourself. If you have an issue, you want to get it checked immediately. But I want to give you some options as to what may be going on. Okay. So what happens is you eat a meal. It go, your mouth uh, starts mixing the food with saliva. Now, saliva has something called salivary amylase. Salivary amylase breaks down carbohydrates. So the macronutrients, there's micro macronutrients. Macronutrients are carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. So you put a carbohydrate in your body, whatever it is, bread, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, apples, doesn't matter. The, the mouth releases salivary amylase, and the salivary amylase starts breaking down the carbohydrates. Then it goes down your esophagus, and at the bottom of the esophagus, there's a little hole. It's called the lower esophageal sphincter. And what happens is it opens, food drops into the stomach, the esophageal sphincter closes, your stomach mixes the food through a process called peristalsis. Peristalsis is the stomach kind of does these muscular contractions and kind of mixes all the food around with the acids. Once it's broken down enough, another valve opens and dumps it into the small intestine. That valve closes, stomach fills up again, and that's normal digestion. So what happens is that that lower esophageal sphincter can be faulty. It could be stretched out. It could be that the nerve going to that area is not working properly. And so now the food may, some feel like it's getting caught in your throat. Anybody have that? Where sometimes it feels like you're gagging. That certainly could be an issue with the lower esophageal sphincter. Uh, if you have acid reflux, the sphincter may be stretched out and food is now coming back up into the throat. The problem with that is not necessarily the food coming back up into the throat. It's the stomach acid. When stomach acids come up into the throat, the throat cells are not designed to protect against stomach acid. The lining of the stomach is very, very strong. So if I were to cut your stomach open right now, which I'm not going to do, cut open your stomach and pour it on a carpet, let's say, it'll burn a hole in the carpet. That's how strong your stomach acids are. But if that sphincter closes, once that sphincter is closed, uh, the acid can't come up and the stomach maintain, contains the acid. Then the food passes into your small intestine. In the small intestine, your pancreas spits out basically baking soda, sodium bicarbonate. It spits out baking soda to neutralize the acid. So no acid above the stomach, no acid below the stomach. The baking soda spits out, neutralizes the stomach acid, and then it's able to go into your small intestine as more of an alkaline instead of an acid, and it doesn't eat away at your small intestine. If your pancreas isn't working properly and you're not producing enough bicarbonate by baking soda, you can get ulcers. The acid can burn a hole in your small intestine. It's called duodenal ulcer. And so 
if you have pain, it could be an ulcer, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so the, the, we have to just make sure the stomach is contained, that the food doesn't go in or out without it being processed. So if the food comes up through that lower esophageal sphincter, you might have a burning in your chest. You might have, my mother called it sour burps. Uh, you might have a chronic cough. <laughs> that acid is coming up into the throat. And you're trying to, constantly trying to clear your throat. Many people I found over the years have sinus problems. And the acid is going right up into their sinuses and you have a runny nose. And the, you know, the doctor, the GI, uh, ear, nose, and throat doctor looks in your sinuses and goes, looks fine to me. I don't know what to do about it. And it's really the acid coming up. And so we've had a lot of referrals from uh, ear, nose, and throat doctors who listen to the show and say, I never thought about that before. Let me send these people out to Dr. Joe and let his team take a look at it. So if the stomach is up against the diaphragm, that valve, that ring of uh, muscles opens and lets the food up and it's supposed to close and that's where the problems come in. So you may have a genetically faulty valve, which is possible, but pretty rare. Almost every case I've ever seen, and I've been doing this for 37 years, almost every case I've ever seen is the stomach is just pushing up through that lower esophageal sphincter, and that's allowing the acid to come through. So here comes logic. What would make sense? If your stomach is pushed up against your diaphragm, what if we just massaged and pulled the stomach down away from the diaphragm? That's exactly the treatment that we do in most of these cases. And if we're able to pull the stomach down away from the uh, diaphragm, that hole, that lower esophageal sphincter can close. Acid doesn't come back into the throat anymore. Problem solved. People love us when we fix their stomach because the acid is annoying, but then you're not breaking down your food. Your stomach's main job is to take proteins, whether it comes from a carrot or a piece of celery. And proteins, if you look under a microscope, look like a ball of yarn. They unravel this ball of yarn, and then the acid chop up those proteins into something called amino acids. Then the amino acids go into the small intestine where they get absorbed. Now, why is this important? In fact, just this weekend, I attended a seminar on uh, neurophysiology, uh, brain function, brain injuries. And we have to, the brain produces something called neurotransmitters. Now, neurotransmitters, there's four major ones, make the brain work. Okay, so tryptophan uh, becomes serotonin. Serotonin makes you focus, makes you happy. Uh, a tyrosine becomes dopamine. Dopamine gives you pleasure. Glutamine becomes GABA and norepinephrine. Norepinephrine gives you energy. GABA suppresses pain. So if you don't have a good digestive system, if you have acid reflux or heartburn or burping, gas, bloating, your stomach may not be breaking the proteins into amino acids. The amino acids then can't be absorbed, combined with vitamins, and become neurotransmitters. Your brain can't work. So every case I've ever seen, and I've been doing this a long time, every case I've ever seen where there was an emotional issue, anxiety, depression, bipolar, suicidal even, uh, uh, people uh, uh, non-social, there's always a digestive component. Now, that's my experience. That's what I found in my years of practice. Maybe there's somebody out there that doesn't have that, but there's always a component, I should say, of the emotional issue is the digestive system. Now, you may have a brain tumor, you may have brain trauma, uh, that can cause problems as well, but every time I see brain trauma, I see a gut problem. And the one instructor I was with uh, this weekend, he said it too. He says, every time he sees a traumatic brain injury, you start to develop things like leaky gut syndrome. Leaky gut syndrome is when your gut is not, uh, the, the wall, the lining of the, the, the gut, the walls of the gut have little holes in it. And you can absorb undigested food, bacteria, fecal matter, and that can get into the blood system. So the brain and the gut work together. And in fact, when you were born, when the sperm and the egg came together, the first thing to form was the brain and the spinal cord. 
the same type of cells that form the brain form the gut. So it's like one big organ. We think of it as two different organs, but it's like one big, massive, giant organ. And so if one isn't working, the other one isn't working. So if you have acid reflux, it's not just a, hey, it's annoying. It's a, hey, I got to fix this. And if you're doing things like a medication to shut down your production of stomach acid, that can be very dangerous too. Because now you're not producing stomach acid, which you need to break down your proteins. And if you ever read the directions, I know stomach acid medications, no one ever does. It says use between two and six weeks. And at the end of that, discontinue use. Doesn't say what to do when you discontinue it. It just says discontinue use. So you're like, okay, what am I going to do then? I have acid reflux. I take the medication. The acid reflux feels better. Six, two to six weeks later, I stop taking it. Acid reflux comes back. I don't know anyone in my long career that has ever followed the rules and taken it for two to six weeks. Everyone takes it forever. And the problem is you're shutting down your body's ability to absorb break down proteins into amino acids, but also many cases you can't absorb calcium, B12, iron, and magnesium because you need stomach acid for those things. And so when you're reducing stomach acid, that can be really, really, really dangerous and in fact could lead to real serious problems. It's about you're just not digesting your food. And so once that happens, you think, well, I have acid reflux. It hurts. I got to fix that. Well, fixing the symptoms is one thing. Fixing the cause is what I want to do with you. I want to find out why you have this acid reflux and can we massage or pull the stomach back down away from the diaphragm. Now, some people have different types of acid reflux. One of them is GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease. With GERD, the acid is coming up into the throat. With heartburn, it actually burns in your throat. But what if you have what's called silent GERD? What if you have just a chronic cough without the burning? Still could be GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease. Sinus problems could be GERD. So the heartburn is a symptom of GERD. Following? Acid reflux causes GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease. It's not a disease. I don't know why they call it that. And heartburn is a symptom of that. I know it's a little confusing there. But bottom line, if you have it, you want to be careful as to what you're doing with it. So what we do is we can, you can do tests. You can do an endoscope and a doctor, you know, medical doctor can send a scope down there and take a look. And that's very diagnostic. But sometimes the stomach can just push up against the diaphragm. It's called a sliding hiatal hernia. And we use a technique called applied kinesiology, where we actually push against your muscles anywhere in the body and then touch you in different areas along the body. And if the muscles go weak, there then is a problem right there. And that's called applied kinesiology. And so we can go in there and fix it, whether we need to adjust the spine, we have to adjust the shoulder, fix the stomach, then go back and test it again, and we can tell if we did the job or not. So it's really cool that we know if we did it right or not, which is kind of neat. So we do that test. It takes maybe five seconds, 10 seconds to do. And we get a much better understanding as to what's going on. But chronic cough or asthma attacks can also be caused by acid reflux. I've had asthmatics that carried inhalers with them forever. And we finally fixed their stomach. Their asthma is gone. Well, the asthma isn't gone. The cause of the asthma is gone, which was the acid coming up into the throat, irritating the lungs. So once again, whenever it comes to healthcare, we want to get to the cause of the problem, not just treat the symptoms. And with gastroesophageal reflux disease, heartburn, uh, it's really important you understand this. Because the number one reason we see patients, by far, number one reason we see patients is for pain. Neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, headaches. My team of doctors, we have chiropractors and medical doctors, we're really good, doctor, uh, really good at treating pain. So we have pain patients come from all over the world to come see us because they know of our reputation. The number two reason we see patients is because of digestive problems. 
We've got quite a reputation of treating people with digestive problems as well, and we usually get really good results because we check several things. We check the nerve supply to the digestive system or any organ, liver, spleen, kidneys, whatever it is. The, the, the brain sends messages down the spine, out the nerves to every cell in the body. So if a bone in the spine moves out of place, it can pinch the nerve that goes to your liver, your spleen, your kidneys, your ovaries, your adrenal glands. So step number one, we got to open up the nerve supply. Okay, we call it pre-treating. Okay, we pre-treat the spine, get everything lined up properly. Then we can check the organs themselves and we can work on the organs directly. Then we put together a nutritional plan. And this is what we're really famous for as well, is what to eat, what not to eat, what supplements to take. Many times with acid reflux, if somebody can't get to see us, I'll have them take some Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes. And the enzymes help facilitate the digestion of food. So many times when you have acid reflux, it's not that you have too much stomach acid, although it feels like that when it burns, it's that you have too little stomach acid. And the food is sitting in the stomach for too long. The acid breaks it down and passes it on. If you don't have enough acid, you can't break it down fast enough. And so the food sits in the stomach and it rots. And when it rots, it can build up gases and it can cause a reflux reaction. Those rotten foods can also pass into your small intestine and cause abdominal gas as well. And so gas is not something you want to joke about. I mean, yeah, everybody has a little bit of gas here and there. But if you have a lot of gas and it's really foul smelling, that can be a sign that there's something seriously wrong. I mean, if I had chest pain, shooting pain down my arm, that's a symptom. What do you do? You get to the emergency room right away. If you have some of these symptoms like gas and bloating and acid reflux, that's a symptom. It may not kill you as quickly as a heart attack, but it's still something you want to fix. There's no reason not to fix it. That's the whole point. It's so easy to fix in most cases. Not every case. Sometimes you need medicine. Sometimes we need surgery. But I always say, let's start out conservative first. If you have neck pain, chiropractic care, by far the most effective, least expensive treatment for any back pain, back pain, leg pain, shoulder pain, chiropractic care. If we need to uh, elevate or escalate the treatment, we could always go to medication. We have a medical doctor on staff. We might want to consider something called PRP. PRP is we take your blood, and I was just watching uh, my nurse do it uh, before I came up to do the show. Uh, we take the blood out of the patient, we spin it down, and we extract out the platelets. Then they spin it down a second time to get all the blood out. The red blood cells just have platelets. These concentrated platelets are then injected into the joint, and there it facilitates a healing cascade. It, it feels, uh, it's anti-inflammatory. It helps with pain management, and it gets cells into that area to try to help regenerate the joint. Now, if I gave you a cortisone shot, it might get rid of your pain, but it's not going to fix anything. Now, PRP isn't going to fix everything, but it's amazing the results we see happening. And patients, again, come from all over to get the PRP shots uh, because it's so helpful. And we can do hair restoration. You can actually do PRP injections, same thing, the cells put into your hair, and in about three to six months, you'll see new hair growth in most cases. Uh, you can do erectile dysfunction. You can put fresh cells, new healing cells into the sex organs for men and women and put it into the area and start to generate new cell growth. Really exciting. Women that have leakage, bladder leakage or urinary leakage, incredible results. Again, in most cases, and when women are able to start functioning again, they can go out dancing. They don't have to wear diapers anymore. They can start dating again. Uh, let me tell you, uh, they're pretty happy with us. So if you have an issue, you want to make an appointment, go to our website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. You can set up an appointment right online. Every day I get questions. I'd like to set up an appointment. If you want to, you can do it right online. Right next to my picture, it says appointment. You can do it right there if you want to. Uh, you can call us. We're more than happy to set you up an appointment. We accept most insurances. If you've ever been in a car accident, ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged. You want to come see us right away. So I want, most people don't know these services even exist. So if you go to our website, drjoe.com, 
click on the service button, uh, it's right on top, services, it has a list of all the services that we offer. And you can decide, you know what, I really do want to do nutritional evaluation. You know what, Dr. Joe, I really do need supplements. You know what, Dr. Joe, it may be time that I do consider PRP or hormone balancing, uh, hair restoration. So it's all there. You can decide what you want to do. Uh, we'd love to be your doctors. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. And all my doctors are trained to work on GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease. And the reason is I have this condition. And for years, I would burp all the time. I was always bloated. I had bad breath, uh, real anxious all the time as a kid. I'm sure they would have called it ADD, but they didn't have that diagnosis back then. And it turns out it was all my gut. Because with my gut or anybody's gut, the stomach breaks proteins into amino acid. The amino acid tryptophan becomes serotonin. Serotonin helps you focus. So if you're not able to produce the neurotransmitters, the brain can't work. And we can throw a diagnosis out at you. ADD, ADHD, anxiety, depression, bipolar. We can give diagnoses like that. And many times it's other things as well. I'm not saying this is the end all be all, cure all for everything. But when you fix the gut, now you're getting the body's, getting the body's natural ability to produce neurotransmitters. You can't do that if the gut isn't working. No matter what medication you give somebody, if the gut isn't working, the brain isn't going to be working at 100%. Can't. So if we fix the gut, amazing results in most cases we start to see. So you may have it when you lay down at night because when you're sitting up or, gra or standing, gravity is pulling your stomach away from your diaphragm. When you bend over, when you lay down, gravity is taken out of the equation. Now the stomach can push up into the diaphragm. And that might cause acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating. But it also affects neurotransmitter production, which can affect the emotions. Now, we talked a little bit about serotonin. Serotonin is used in the brain for focus. But 95% of the serotonin in your body is not used in your brain. It's used in your gut. So again, you need serotonin to make the gut work. If the gut can't work, it can't produce serotonin, which means the gut can't work. What did Elvis say? We're caught in a trap. And so you got to fix the gut in order to get the results that you're looking for. And so we see so many patients with this condition. Um, and again, sometimes it's worse at night. You lay down, you're laying down at night, you cough. Uh, many people with sleep apnea. The stomach is not, is not allowing the diaphragm to move up and down because it's pushed up against it. And you'll hear, they'll be gasping for air at night. They'll stop breathing. Sleep apnea, in many cases, I see results uh, when we work on the stomach as well. Uh, but the nighttime esophageal reflux usually happens because you're laying down. When you're, when you're standing up, you have gravity assisting you. And that's helpful. But again, it's not treating the cause. It's treating the symptoms. Just like taking Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes. That might treat the, cause, the symptom, but not the cause. Okay? Did I say that backwards? You want to treat the cause and not the symptoms. So uh, managing it at home, a couple of things you can do. Uh, eat small meals. Don't eat four or five hours before you go to bed because when you lay down, it pushes back up. Too big a meal can push the stomach up against the diaphragm. Uh, certain foods may irritate it. Tomatoes, onions, garlic, chocolate, peppermint, fatty foods, citrus fruits, oranges, grapefruits. So that might irritate it. And you just have to figure out what works for you. So what I want you to do, go to our website, drjoe.com. Under clinic, you'll see patient forms. Click on the link that says patient forms. Under there, you'll see something called a diet diary. This is free. Just print it up. I'll never know you were there. Don't worry. We don't track who goes to the website. And you can print up the diet diary and write down everything you eat. When I say everything, I want you to write down everything. If you have a soda, if you chew a piece of gum, if you suck on a mint, uh, if you have a, a candy cane, whatever it is, write it down. And then when you start to have symptoms, write in the margin what your symptoms are. Now, this works for all symptoms. It might be headaches. 
I can't take anything with high amounts of uh, glutamic acid, monosodium glutamate. Uh, that goes for uh, monosodium glutamate. Uh, there's over 40 different names for monosodium glutamate. Autolyzed yeast, hydrolyzed vegetable protein, natural flavors can even be monosodium glutamate. Because in the brain, if the brain is traumatized, it releases glutamic acid. And then there's a cascade effect that occurs. I am extremely sensitive to glutamic acid. And one reason is probably because of traumatic brain injuries. Uh, if somebody has a traumatic brain injury, car accident, football player, hockey player, that can then release uh, these chemicals into the body. Now, I haven't played football in decades, but I'm very susceptible to glutamic acid. So write down everything you eat and then write down your symptoms. I have acid reflux. I have gas. I have bloating. I have headaches. I have anxiety. I get moody. Write it all down. You're probably going to find a connection between what you're eating and what the problem is. And then you can avoid those foods, but then you still want to come see us so we can see if we can get to the cause of the problem. If you can get back to eating a normal diet, that's my goal. Some people can't. Some people are highly allergic to peanuts. Genetics. Some people, uh, well, everyone doesn't do well with milk. I don't know anyone who does well with milk. They might do better than others, but milk, we don't have the proteins to break it down. So if we don't have renin to break down casein, we don't have lactase to break down lactose. These are all proteins and sugars that are found in milk. So that's why in many cases I'll tell people, give up the milk, give up the wheat. If there's two things I want you to give up with the anything is wheat and dairy products. Give those up. I say, do it for two weeks, see how you feel. Chances are you're going to be really happy and you're going to say, Dr. Joe, you're a genius. And I'm not, by the way, I'm three points below genius, just so you know. But you'll say, Dr. Joe, you're a genius. How did you come up with that? Because nobody does well with wheat and dairy products. Some people do better than others, but nobody really does well. So you got to be careful with that. And it's funny because a lot of the, the, the recommendations I'll see, you know, raise your headboard up so that you don't have the acid reflux. That treats the symptom, not the cause. Wear loose fitting clothes, treats the symptom, not the cause. If you're pregnant, this baby can push the stomach up into the diaphragm and we can work on your stomach even if you're pregnant. So if you're pregnant, you're more than welcome to come see us. In fact, when I become Grand Poobah of the Universe in healthcare, the health czar, I believe that I'm going to make it mandatory that all pregnant women get chiropractic care because you got to put those bones back in place because the baby's pushing things out of place and that can pinch nerves, nerves control organs. So if the baby pushes the nerves in the low back out of place and pinches the nerve that goes to the baby, now we got a problem. So in chiropractic care, people always think of pain. So neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, headaches, absolutely. My team of doctors are really good at that. We've been doing it. I have to figure out how many years combined. We've probably got 150, 200 years combined between all of us. Uh, but we'd love to see you. And like I said, we accept most insurances, car accidents. We even accept Medicare. I get that question just about every day on the website. Do you take Medicare? Yes, we take Medicare. A health savings account, a flexible spending accounts. In fact, some of them you may have to use before the end of the year. We'd love to have you come in. Uh, Supplement-wise, the minimum supplements I believe everybody should be taking are Super Greens and Essential Source. They're two powders. They're on the website, drjoe.com. I can't imagine anyone not taking it. Now, there are certain exceptions you read on the website. If you have acid reflux, every time you eat a cooked meal, I'd recommend you take a digestive enzyme. I take a digestive enzyme just because I'm not 16 anymore. Every time I eat a cooked meal, I take a digestive enzyme. It's amazing how much better you feel, less gas you'll have, um, less bloating. It's crazy how good it is, and it's such a simple little fix. And especially in the wintertime, especially if you're at risk of getting a disease like everyone, I do recommend you take vitamin D. Now, we can test your vitamin D at our office if you want to, but as a prophylactic measure, I recommend everybody take about 5,000 international units a day. 5,000 international units is five drops of Dr. Joe's vitamin D3. When you take D3, make sure it has K2 in it. Because if you're taking vitamin D, it'll help you absorb calcium. But if you don't have K2, K2 tells the calcium where to go. 
Go into the bones. Stay away from the blood vessels. Stay away from the organs. Stay away from the joints. If you don't have the K2, taking D3 might actually be detrimental. So D3 with K2, I take five drops a day for if you're like, you know, a, a, a child on, a baby, you might do a little less. Uh, getting it tested is the ultimate thing you want to do. But again, not everybody wants to get their vitamin D tested. Just take 5,000 drops a day. 5,000 international units a day. That's five drops. Don't take 5,000 drops. Gary will yell at me. If you want to make an appointment to come see us, and I think you should, drjoe.com. You can book it right online. It says right there on the front page, appointments. Click on that. You can book it yourself. Call us if you have questions. Uh, web, phone numbers everywhere. Uh, if you have a question, you can send it to us through the website, drjoe.com. Uh, it pops up. There's a little thing that says, hi, I want to chat. And we're more than happy to talk with you. Uh, and we live stream our shows again. So I want you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube because then you can see, uh, see my pretty face. Uh, but you can see the live streams as well. And we have over 1,500 hours of podcasts on the website. Any podcast service you have, my podcast is called For the Health of It or Dr. Joe Esposito. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, drjoe.com. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health of It. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.